Hey everybody, welcome to Journey Through the Generations, back with another episode. Um, you've probably already heard um, our first interview that Trisha did um, at Roots Tech. Yes. Um, if you haven't heard it, please go back and listen to it. It's really good. Um, but this one um, was done with Sonny Morton. And uh, some of you guys may have heard of her or may have worked with her. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Trisha, tell everybody a little bit about um, Sunny. Um, Sunny has her hand in a little bit of everything genealogy. Um, she's one of the contributing editors for Family Tree Magazine. She's a content manager for Your DNA Guide. And she's also um, a blogger for FamilySearch.org. So she does a lot of writing um, in the genealogy community. So you have a lot of history with her. I don't. I've met her. Um, I met her at the 2020 Roots Tech. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then again um, this year. But just talk a little bit about your experience in history with her. Um I first got to know Sunny through um, Lisa Louise Cook's Genealogy Gems. She worked there for a while, about five or six years ago. And I wrote into that show about a question that I had about my research. And she's the one who answered my question. And ever since then, um, when I emailed her back about how her um, advice helped my research, we've just been in email contact ever since then. Yeah, and she's really nice. Oh, she's and, super nice. Um, really got a chance to talk with her a little bit before the interview mm-hmm. started. And um, I really appreciate, you know, how she's helped you um, with your uh, research yes. and answering your questions. Yes, she is a phenomenal genealogist. Um, and for her to be able to help me in the way she has over the past um, four or five years has just been fantastic and she's been um, somewhat of a mentor for me and just she's just a great person altogether. yeah so what we're going to do right now is play um, the interview that Trisha did at Roots Tech um, there'll be a lot of noise in the background because it was during the conference yes. in the expo hall um, but we hope you enjoy it and we're going to play it now and come back after the um, interview and catch up with you guys. All right, here we go. Enjoy. Welcome to Journey Through the Generations. We're still here at Roots Tech. And one of the great things about Roots Tech is that you get to meet some of the people that you follow on social media and that you contact with on email. And today I get to sit down with Sunny Morton. Hi, Sunny. How Hi. are you doing? Hi, Trisha. I'm so happy to have this conversation <laughs> with you. We've had the best interactions over the years, we have. and it just makes me so happy to see you've come this far. Oh, well, thank you. And I'm just going to go in and say I have a list of questions to ask you. Okay. I want to say thank you for all your help throughout the years. Um, I think it was maybe five years ago I contacted Lisa Louise Cook with Genealogy Gems, and you worked with her then. I did, yeah. And you were the person who reached out to me to help answer my question and gave me some great advice about how to research um, my grandfather, um, Grandpa Booker and the railroad. And that's kind of how we connected. Mm -hmm. And then I would send you emails periodically throughout Mm -hmm. the year when I found more information about him. and you would always respond back to me, and you always seemed so excited. I was excited. <laughs> you found good stuff. And you were always so excited, and you would then give me even more help and more suggestions on new things that worked out that I didn't know about. Um, 
to help me with my research and that is something that I will always remember because I was still a beginner then mm -hmm. and I think I need to do everything by myself and I didn't really ask for help a lot and the fact that you were so nice and so approachable and you just kept helping me and it's just I just love it and I just love you and I think you're great. Thank you Trisha. Thank you for that story. It means so much. Like I'm getting a little teary here. <laughs> I think this is part of the wonderful thing about the genealogy community yeah. is that it is a community and you recognize when someone's coming in on fire trying to answer questions you recognize what's driving them and whatever it is because somebody gave that to me right right someone delivered that for me yeah. a long time ago and pushed me forward and so it's a joy it, it is, is a real joy to well, push thank it forward you so much and you had such confidence in me and you always encouraged me and everything I told you that I was doing when I started you know my blog you thought that was great and I started the podcast and you said oh my god I think that's wonderful and you were so excited and that made me excited thinking I could really do this um, so thank you for everything that you've done absolutely you deserve all of those kudos because oh, you've just you. done a great job <laughs> oh thank you so okay the interview for real right so how did you get started in family history you know, I was I was in one of those families that instead of going to Disneyland during the summer, my mom would like drive us all over visiting all the relatives and okay. going to cemeteries and you know, okay, we're here at a library, read this newspaper until you find this name. And I'm like, really, mom? This is supposed to be my summer break. But you know, her mission was accomplished and that she hooked me. So I've I've always loved history mm -hmm. and I grew up visiting a lot of, you know, historical sites and living history places, places where I could use my imagination yeah. and uh, sort of find myself in a historical setting, right? And recreate that in my mind. And so it wasn't that big of a leap then to go to the genealogy okay. part of it from and there. Not only are you a genealogist, but you you are a professional. You have made this your career. So how did you transition from, you know, going to cemeteries with your family and everything and now this is what you do for a living? So I have a degree in history and another degree in humanities, which was really more about the writing part of it. So those were my two core skill sets. And um, after I, I decided to take a break from the work world and then work from home uh, after my second child was born. And so I started trying to do some freelance writing and I got in touch with Family Tree Magazine. I knew some genealogy skills, but mostly I was trained in history and writing. And so I began writing for them and I realized I was in a community of people that I could really love and awesome. the, like this was a place for me and I just started learning as much about genealogy as I could as quickly as I could go to conferences go to institutes read every book I could find by every professional mark it all up and just and just work 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 try like okay my husband can I research your line can I research my friend's line can I research my what about you oh you've got different ancestry than me can I try your line right whatever I could do to learn as quickly as I could and that's really how how I grew into this and that's what I do so I don't I don't take research clients I teach and so I'll teach at Family Tree University I teach through Family Tree magazine I do a lot of articles and content development at your DNA guide so like that's where and there's so many that what I love about the genealogy community is there's so many different ways you can go professionally there's a need for all of it and I'm like I love to teach I love to inspire I love to see people's eyes light up and give them that moment where they're yes. going to go make their next discovery. And that's the important part. And as the teacher, we're here at Bruce Tech and you had a session, I think it was yesterday, 
about boring statistics making great stories. Yes, so how to turn boring statistics into great stories. So I, I developed this uh, lecture primarily for people who aren't natural storytellers. We have a lot of great researchers in our communities who can't tell a story to save their lives, right? And it's a shame because all of the great stories that they know, they can't articulate in a way that makes their family as excited as they are. So it was really about, well, let's turn the document discovery into a sentence. And then, but even when you string together lots of sentences, that doesn't necessarily make a great story. So you have to learn to, once you string together all those sentences, which are basically transcriptions of what you learn from the documents, watch for the interesting parts. Watch for some themes that emerge over time. Oh, this guy was really proud of his career because it comes up over and over again. Or, oh, this guy, like, so you, you kind of see that change, like, over time is, oh, he lived most of his life along in this one little tiny area. And then you watch for potential story building blocks. Who are characters that you could develop more as interesting people? Um, what are these moments of change or transition? Or what kinds of things stayed the same over time? What, what kind of storyline do you see shaping up? What's the beginning and the middle and the end of the story? And what is it about the, this person's life that draws you to them? What makes them so interesting to you? And as you pull out those little bits, some of those can drive you into new avenues, like the, the railroad records right. that we talked about yes. long ago that gave you such insight mm-hmm. into your family. So occupational records especially. Um, any local, um, I used a family that the example was his, he was an, a fireman locally. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I built his story, but he also attended a church that just backed up to his house. He was that close to his church. Like his family sold off the back of their property to the church to help them build the convent. And so there's this whole storyline with the church. And I got records from the church. And I, you know, the stories of the church. And the kids went to, I found newspaper articles, the kids went to the parish school. Right? And so you build this story over time. It was a Slovakian church. It was a Slovakian fire department. And he played on a Slovakian baseball team that I found in the newspapers. And so you get this sense of strong Slovakian-American identity, as well as these neighborhood stories and these pictures that come. So that as you start to put together those sentences that you transcribe out of the records, you pull in other things like right. the newspapers or the any anything else you can learn from these other records that really make for a more compelling story. Okay. When people, I know myself included, when people think about starting writing, yes. do you suggest starting out with short stories to be able to help them get started instead of trying to write the, think they need to write a whole book like Roots or something? No, they don't need to write a whole book. And that's so intimidating that, that you'll never do it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think it's a lot better idea. I love your blog. I loved reading the entries. I loved short, like just write the short piece of the thing you found and get it out there. Mm-hmm. You found this one bit. This was super cool. Get it out there. Publish it. Share it. And now that piece is done. And maybe you go back eventually and compile some of those in a book. And maybe you never make it to the book phase, but it's still out there. Right. So to me, it's more important to put together those little pieces as you find them that you're excited about yes. and and share them. So what's your favorite part of Roots Tips? The people. 
it's all about the people. It's about meeting new people whose eyes light up at the same things mine light up more than, you know, I go back home and people just look at me and they're like, Sonny, how are we friends? <laughs> I remember when the movie Civil War came out a couple years ago, the Marvel movie, and my son mentioned it. He's like, oh, I'm going to go see Civil War. I'm like, oh, a new documentary. That's great. <laughs> And he's like, mom, 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 mom no. shaking his head, no. right? But here I'm among my peeps and they get that. Like some of them would have thought the same thing and I they would have been excited and about I a Civil been. War documentary, yes, right? It would have been exciting. Yes. So how many roots texts have you been to? Oh, I don't even know. Uh, I've been coming for years and years. Years and years? Yes, I have. Were you at the first one? I was not at the very okay. first one, but it wasn't so much longer after that. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't at the very first one, but not too far after that, I started coming. Working with Lisa Louise Cook, yes. who's lovely and taught me so much of yes. uh, what I do today. And then moving on with uh, Family Tree Magazine and your DNA Guide. So yeah. tell me a little bit more about your DNA Guide. Okay, so I'm the, I work for uh, Diane Southerd at your DNA Guide, and it's really our company mission to help people feel more connected to their identity and then make, to make those connections to their communities and their families through their DNA. Mm -hmm. So you look at the lens of your DNA and it, what can it tell me about myself and my recent roots and my deeper roots. And because people have a lot of questions, I think that they sometimes haven't even fully articulated. And they don't really realize yeah. how DNA can help them answer it's, those it questions. Seems like it's very overwhelming when you get your results <laughs> and you look at it for the first time, say at an ancestry or 23andMe. Yes. Um, it can be, you know, overwhelming and where do I start and then you see all these names. Yes, I agree with you. And so what Diane has been doing, so she's been teaching this, like she worked at the very first genetic gene uh, genealogy database, okay. the Sorensen Molecular Genealogy Foundation. And so she's been in that industry the whole time and, and she's a natural teacher. So she watches for what are the pain points. And the pain points are things like, I, I logged into my results and I'm disappointed because I don't understand what I'm seeing. I, you know, or I'm logged in, yeah, and, I, and none of it makes any sense to me, or my ethnicity results changed and now I don't trust them. Yes. And so I'm just gonna be done with all of this, it's a hoax. And so to her, that made her really sad because all they needed was a little bit more information mm -hmm. and then they could have been really excited about what they yeah. learned. Actually, your results just got better and more specific. And that one country of origin has now gone to a much more specific kind of origin. And that over time, just keep logging in because it's going to keep changing that ethnicity and getting, and get, better. And getting better, more accurate, right? More specific. So it's those kinds of things that can turn around your entire DNA experience mm -hmm. and say, and then did you know you could use your match list to help find that grandfather? You can't figure out who it is after all these years, right? right? Or it will at least give you more evidence to help you make these connections on your tree. So that's what we do over at Your DNA Guide. That sounds awesome, because I've tested, and I've, I'm one of those that it just seems so overwhelming and then I you know I actually enjoy going to the library and look at census records so I focus on that uh -huh. and then I just left my DNA um, to the side so maybe I'll pick that up and all right start well that. let me know I, you know where to find I me. know where to find you I thank you so much for sitting down with us this um, has been a true pleasure <laughs> like one of the best surprises of Roots Tech will you tell my listeners where they can find you but my website is sunnymorton.com if you want to learn a little bit more about me but you can just come over to your DNA guide and find me over there too Okay, well, thank you so All right. much. All right, thanks so you. much. All right, guys, we hope you enjoyed that interview. 
Um, it went really well. Trisha, you know, what was your experience like um, interviewing Sonny? Um, talking with Sonny, I mean, it was just like going a little bit of it was like going down memory lane because she's literally been with me um, for the last five or six years of this research. So she was there when I first started my blog, um, when I started the podcast. So she literally has seen my research from the beginning till now. So it was really nice to talk to her, get her opinion on a few things. Um, I attended her class, um, one of her classes that she had at Roots Tech, um, and it was really good. And I just appreciate her and all of her help throughout the years, but especially being able to sit down with me during um, a busy conference like that for her was really special to me. And I will always remember it and be thankful that she took the time to talk with me. Yeah, it's always good to have a, you know, a person um, in your circle, your fan club yes. that we've talked about in yes. the past. Um, as someone who you can go to if you have questions mm-hmm. or you're frustrated about something, with which in doing genealogy, you're going to run into plenty of those times. Absolutely. Um, it's important to have someone on your side that can help you. Mm-hmm. Um, either think about new things or point you in the right direction. Yeah, and she has her hand in so many different things and communities within the genealogy community. So she's very knowledgeable of new record sets that are out, um, new databases and things like that. So she is always um, a wealth of knowledge. Yeah, so we appreciate you guys for listening. All of Sonny Morton's information can be found in the episode description down below. Um, and along with ours, right? Mm-hmm. And so you'll be able to reach out to Sunny and uh, and follow her on um, her social media channels. Um, I think that'll be about it. Yeah, that's it. All right, thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to y'all soon. Thanks, Take guys. Care.